0: I am from beyond. Listen, and all you desire will be yours. Welcome to Spider-Man and the Secret Wars.
1: Prepare for battle.
2: Hello, this is Spider-Dan and the Secret Boars podcast, and we are here at Grimfest, and we are speaking to the director of The Beta Test,
3: PJ McCabe. Welcome to Grimfest. How are you feeling? I'm feeling great. Thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it. It's my first time in England. Is it? Really? So yeah, so it's opening with Grimfest of Manchester. Oh and it's my gosh. Been lovely. <laughs> what a way to come <laughs> yeah. over to the UK. Uh, it's been awesome. And uh, are you enjoying the culture? I am. I really am. Very much so. I. Uh, it's funny. I was Walking today around the Roman ruins. oh very nice! Downtown of Manchester. Well, well we, owe, we owe the Romans
2: for all our roads. So, yeah, exactly. You know, that's, that's what we're about. For we're sure. All about roads. No,
3: but seriously, it's <laughs> been lovely. I, I really enjoyed it. Uh, so uh, I'm, a, I'm a fan, and it's been fun to be a part of GrimFest so far. Oh, amazing! Yeah. So Well, I mean, we're just starting, really. Yeah. This is there's a lot on.
2: Beta test is is your film. Uh, tell us a little bit about that, and where that came
3: from, and. Yeah. So this is a film I made with my partner Jim Cummings. And And uh, it's about a Hollywood agent who gets a letter in the mail inviting him to an anonymous, no-strings-attached sexual encounter. Ah. And he goes through with it, and it's actually good. But then he never gets another letter, and it drives him crazy, Mm. and drives him down this rabbit hole into this crazy L.A. noir-style investigation of lying, infidelity, and digital data. And it gets crazy. It's also very funny. And, uh, yeah, we kind of got the... uh, I guess the inspiration just from our ideas of Hollywood and the struggles we've had in a very strange, toxic industry. And also these very funny ideas about the internet and how it drives people insane and how it makes people do really crazy things. And what if we make oh, fun yeah. of that? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I, I love my favorite
2: horror films are the ones that have a sense of humor, that, that have this kind of black comedy about about
3: it. It sounds like this has kind of almost like a bit of biting satire in it. It does very much so. It's very much a satirization of a lot of the elements of Hollywood, but a lot of the ideas of big corporate doublespeak and <laughs> yeah, just the ideas of data scraping. And what, it, what if somebody actually took that independently and used it as a weird, strange service to pair you up with somebody mm. who's truly good for you? And there was a lot of funny horror elements to that that we wanted yeah. to explore.
2: Well, I mean, like data effectively nowadays is kind of a weapon, you know, and it can be used, you know, in, you know, there's so many laws and things about that. So it's it's quite, it's kind of a new form of horror, really. It's a new thing. It is.
3: It's not as scary as, you know, somebody in a Halloween mask coming out and murdering (laughs) you, but it is a real horror. I mean, it's funny how the terrors of ours change over time as, as technology changes, and I guess that's kind of a thing that we wanted to explore, but... But also Lampoon in a fun way. Of course, yeah. uh, yeah, That's kind of something we can't help ourselves doing.
2: Well, I'm really looking forward to it. I I believe it's on
3: tonight. Is it on tonight? Yes. on tonight, so
2: I can't wait to see it. I've got my ticket already. Oh, good. So I'm very excited. Um, But I think that's all the time we have. But it's been lovely talking to you, and I'm sure everybody is going to be well
3: pumped. I'm very pumped for Uh, uh, the beta test. That's so good to hear. Yes, I hope everyone enjoys it. It's a wild one, so yeah, come out and see it. Thank you. Thank
2: you very much. That was PJ McCabe, the director of the beta test. Thank you very much for your time Thank you. So uh, introduce yourself, guys, uh, and then just tell us what you thought of the Beta Test.
0: All right. so uh, my name's Jordan. Anna.
2: And, uh, and how, what did you think of this film as the kind of... The, this is the premiere of Grimfest What did you think?
0: I thought it was a really cool film. It was an interesting idea. At the beginning, I thought something... It was going to be a bit more like a, gr- a gruesome kind of murdery horror kind of film
2: it did come off cross that way in that opening yeah. scene didn't it
0: but then it, it certainly dealt, it was more psychological than I expected it to be mm. for sure and it was very it was really interesting I liked the sort of the theme the thematics through it like you had the whole thing with like the company being called Ape People turning into monkeys when they're re- he's having those, like he's having these like visions of like women and men around him, like he, even he yeah, n- like Neanderthal.
2: Point. They're becoming a bit like exactly, yeah, pre-caveman.
0: So like, cool things of like that, which is obviously a sort of statement on the fact that you know men are pigs and beasts, well, beasts wish, and, wish and <laughs> That was kind of the theme that they were going with.
2: Absolutely, there was a lot of references to kind of uh, very topical stuff, uh, Me Too, Harvey Weinstein, that sort of Absolutely, thing. Yeah. What What did you think of that? Were you? Were you do you like your politics kind of subtly <laughs> injected into your media? Or, I you, do. Yeah. <laughs> I, don't,
0: I don't think. Not you so much. Do so
2: much. I, I don't
4: think I picked up on it as much as you. I could hear you quietly chuckling
2: at some of those bits. <laughs> some Some of the bits, yeah. Yeah.
0: Like the, the way that, the the thing is that internet freaks me and you out more than a, a lot like, um, i i posted when before me and um, anna got together i posted a lot on social media and i had no idea how much i did and how addicted i was to that mm. idea and it wasn't until anna pointed out to me that i just put my life yeah. in there and now i don't so much i do st- i do still probably yeah. more than i maybe should but like, <laughs> I, I i've reeled it back a lot since then so
2: absolutely i think it's it's quite easy to go down a kind of a, a hole and uh, yeah. You know, and and people often like you know like social media has been linked to kind of mental health issues and things yeah. like that and deterioration. So uh, you know, comparing yourself with things. So my question that I know Dennis wants me to ask <laughs> is uh, is if you received a purple envelope, liking the beta test, would you uh, would you go?
0: I wouldn't go. I would have actually shown. I would have actually shown her and been like, i have seen this." <laughs> and you. Oh.
2: <laughs>
1: <trying to> <laughs>
2: I was saying I was saying earlier, I'm a bit of a worrier, so I'm like, it's a trap. It's easily a trap.
4: Yeah, but I feel like I've probably met people that would.
2: Yeah? Yeah, I, yeah I we know people certain, that would.
4: I think there's a certain character, but I I feel like I've known people that exist that Very, would.
2: Very tempted, a lot of temptation there.
4: Um, maybe just a bit disconnected, a bit psychotic. But yeah? Yeah. Okay. I, think, I think, like you say, if you've got a realistic idea of this is dangerous and yeah, yeah. weird, we wouldn't even consider it but well, I think there are some people mm.
2: that so you've got lots of psychotic friends then yeah <laughs> <laughs> friends
4: is the least at people
0: I, I think you <laughs> would people. have to be kind of psychotic though to think that uh, uh, going there completely like blindfolded and not knowing and all that sort of stuff mm. that's weird anyway
2: yeah true that
0: part of it's weird because like, like the guy walks in with a knife in his pocket like yeah. that part in, in me would have instantly been like this is a setup."
2: I mean, I mean for me I, like, if I was her I'd go well that's not what I'm expecting to feel in your pocket. It, that's that's you know, and I'd probably be like, no, nope, I'm out. That joke, but... Yeah, <laughs> maybe a bit too on the nose, probably. But um, this has been great, guys. Thank you very much for your time. You're welcome. And uh, this will be up hopefully very very soon, so you can have a good listen. Awesome. A Thank you guys. very much, mate. It's been brilliant. We're here at Grimfest, and you've just seen the beta test. Yeah. Um, if you want to introduce yourself, any uh, social media handles you may have.
5: My name is Tony Blinder. My social media handle for Instagram is henrybinds underscore, underscore,
2: but I don't post in there ever, so it doesn't mean really matter. Oh, you, ne- you never post? Okay, good. No, I, well, I after seeing this film, it's probably a good thing. <laughs> Am I right?
5: Yeah, it was a big part of it, actually, wasn't it? Yeah, it was, yeah, a, it was a huge part. part. Um, not just social media, actually, just like well, he has a, there's a big joke about about like I wish I was like wish I was still in the early 2000s, you know. <laughs> I love that. Game? I love that. You know, everything has been monetized now, including your life now on social media. Mm. You
2: know? Yeah, all the like you said in, in this. This is all about like data scraping, using your analytics, yeah. you know, to sell things to you, to manipulate you into you know certain choices, or maybe even uh, you know political parties well, or to, something. To,
5: to be in a successful, well, successful. I know, quotations. So quotations. Yeah. I mean, this
2: is a purely audio form, so there's I know, quotations. I, 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 I
5: else, so <laughs> Quotations. Uh, just so people know. That's what I'm
3: saying.
5: He's doing it. He's doing it. Yeah, quotations. <laughs> um, like, like, like Jim Cummins' character in that. Mm. I guess you need, you need to have a social presence, which he does. Yeah, absolutely. And, and you need to be busy and you need to know people. But that also means all of that gets transported. Mm. On, well, not... Or to where, wherever it is, you know. Well, for, you know, for, 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 for yeah, things, yeah, because of that stuff. Sort of yeah. you know, I'm sure a character uses Facebook, you his
2: know? Facebook. Absolutely, yeah, like, like, like that. that, and that's what that's his downfall. Really, is because yeah. he's so active on social media, is that it traps him within this world, within this CD kind of use. Yeah, we, um, which,
5: apparently we find out is like killing him you know, on the inside. I mean, yeah. He's got an ulcer, and you only get an ulcer if you're stressed out all the time. Absolutely, totally
2: stressed. Completely yeah. stressed out about everything, um, and and it's just a great performance from Jim. Oh my god! Um, yeah. The direction is great, PJ's great yeah. in it as well, and and the direction from PJ uh, and well, the it's, writing as well. Sorry, the writing oh, is amazing. It's all it's all so so spot on. Yeah,
5: ninety minutes. Or yeah. Like, and it's like it's perfect in pace.
2: Oh, absolutely, and and you you never bored for a second. It, it hooks you, oh my god, grabs yeah. you, totally. and it has you just by the scruff of your neck all yeah. the way through. And it's it truly really is fascinating, and it's really topical and i had to- such yeah. a good time with it me too yeah it's so topical I just, yeah i get i don't know it's just, it's very relevant
5: i mean there's all those harvey references <laughs> I really, really funny you know you know part of the nose but like, i really enjoyed that yeah you know? because it's i mean it's still a part of our lives you know we see us on the news all the time mm. and this sort of business that that's what sort of business flipped in the film all the, the, the things we have about in real life. I mean, is, is it is plausible? It's all plausible, in my opinion.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, this it, this could absolutely happen. Yeah. Um, again, a- I, I thought yeah. it might be more like a, there's a supernatural element to it. <laughs> really? Yeah. Initially, initially, because it's like not every person who's being you know committed adultery gets murdered. You know what no. I mean? No. So it was kind of like part oh. of me was. You know what I mean? Because every, like everyone starts seemingly like to die, almost like it's a curse or something.
5: Yeah. Now you say that, actually, I actually understand that. Actually. Yeah. Especially the the, um, was it the, the the vape pen. Oh yeah, she, she poisons the vape pen. Yeah, it gives it
2: pen. to her partner and then takes it herself. Cause... And then we have other deaths happening as well mm.
5: on screen. So, Yeah. I yeah. see so, your point
2: so, so there is some, there was something to it, and I was like I was like it's gonna the reveal is gonna be this, but it's actually quite a real plausible thing that could happen.
5: That's a tough thing about it, you know? <laughs> you, you, you want to be saying, oh, well, that's really funny. It would never happen in an archive. Well,
2: no, fine. no. It, I mean, it does every day. Especially
5: like Jim's character. Come on. There's, oh there's yeah. Highly like
2: strung business person. Alpha male. the Alpha, Alpha male. Johnson. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the Harvey Weinstein, yeah. Hollywood agent type, you know? And, and that, apparently that speech is like, I think uh, PJ was saying that it was like the one he has a go at Jacqueline, the, yes, the secretary, uh, which is great. Yeah. But it's so like, it's so uncomfortable. So, you know, it's like, oh, gosh, I don't like this. It makes me, f- you know, it makes it my skin is, crawl.
5: But it's also necessary because it's been what he's harboring all this time. It's why he does all these, these as well, I don't know, it's why he has to have this, like, race with this, 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 um, this blindfolded woman. Yeah, It's because exactly. he needs a bit of intimacy because everything he does now is fake. It's yeah. so fake and he needs to unload all that stuff, you know. Mm.
2: And it's, it's, it's tough to watch, but yeah. I think it needed to happen. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Like, yeah. that, he's just coming apart at the seams. Uh, but this has been really great thank you so much for, for all your, your thoughts long. no really absolutely exciting. no it's fine it's fine don't worry i'll just cut you out <laughs> i'm kidding I'm kidding uh, <laughs> no, no, but no this right. has been really cool thank you very much for your time Thanks and this will be me. up very very soon uh, so this is Spider Dan and the Secret Boars, back again at Grimfest, and we've got more opinions on the beta test. If you'd just like to introduce yourself and any social media handles you might have. oh then...
4: okay. Um I, I'm Holly and my hand Instagram handle is Heavens to Betsy underscore <laughs> underscore.
2: Excellent, I love that. Yeah. <laughs> So uh, tell us, you are working here at Grimfest, the very first time, how are you finding it so far?
4: That's right, yeah, so I heard about the the festival um, through word of mouth and once I checked it out I thought it was definitely something that I wanted to be involved in Um, Since being part of the the team this evening I found it amazing, Um, the group is just fantastic and the the vibe that i'm getting from the audience members and the the cast and crew that's been part of the films has just been amazing it's great to be part of
2: I'm, i'm really enjoying it myself and it's 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 amazing to be a part of this kind of prestigious event going from 13 years believe it or not um so this is the question we're all here to answer uh what did you think of the beta test
4: I thought it was fantastic yes it was definitely a thriller and um, I thought that the actors were were great had a great performance and I really liked the mix of the the, the dark humour comedy and um, yeah I just thought that overall it was well done yeah yeah.
2: Uh, Dennis you are here as well uh, what what did you think of the beta test because I'm sure everybody is waiting for your opinion
6: I thought it was good <laughs> I thought it were dead good. It was it were <laughs> right good. It, were. it was. Um, no, I thought it was great. It wasn't what I expected, and it. Yeah, I liked it. I'd watch it again, definitely. Mm, yeah. Um, I like the main guy in it. He made me laugh.
2: Uh, Jim Cummings, I want to say. Jim Cummings. Yeah, yeah. yeah,
6: yeah. Um, channeling a bit of Patrick Bateman there, which I quite like. Oh, a absolutely. Bit of Jim Carrey and. Oh yeah, you know. I got
4: those right. Yeah,
6: especially def, definite channeling Patrick with his suits and shouting at the women and this sort of stuff as yeah, things. I absolutely. thought was very, very Patrick esque.
2: Oh, definitely. I, I got a, I got a really kind of manic vibe, and it, it, you can kind of see his deterioration ever so slightly. So you see the temptation into the uh, extramarital affairs and things, and looking at other women, and you see it kind of slowly just un- his mind unravel as it goes on.
6: Even at the end, spoiler, like that. Yeah. And he, you know, he's <laughs> looking
2: around. He's still looking, yeah. He's still, yeah.
6: But- no, I, I thought it was really good. I said I'm not sure it's a, a horror film, and I think PJ's is mm. similar. Yeah, he didn't see it as, as, as a horror movie.
2: Yeah, when um, I, when I was introduced, when I was interviewing him earlier, he was he was very much not really talking because I was asking about the horror aspects because obviously I didn't know what it was about. I we hadn't seen it yet, but he seemed to kind of stray away from the horror elements quite quickly, uh, and I can see why because I, I like we were discussing earlier that you know when you come to. A, quote-unquote horror film festival you kind of expect kind of horror films but this film is not but i like the variety because i think there's a lot of variety this year in the films that i've seen advertised and that we're going to go see would you go after being after receiving a purple envelope to one of these uh, no strings attacks or rendezvous Ooh, i think that's
4: mm. the question mm. um no i don't think I no would, not, not you know. personally no no, not me personally i'm uh yeah, I'm a, I'm a good girl. I'm very loyal, so... <laughs> would you not be intrigued about who the admirer was? Well,
2: it's not an admirer, is it? Because they don't know you. Well, they say
4: that, don't they? Mm. The oh, I don't know. Yeah? No, I think I'd always... Um, yeah, I'd leave them hanging. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I, don't,
6: I don't think I'd wear... I'm not going, by the way, Sarah. Sh- but I said, I don't <laughs> think I'd wear the mask. I think the mask would, would scare me even more. Because I'd, yeah. I'd take it off and would be like... I'd, It'd be your dad. Me and
2: laughing at me. Going, <laughs> <laughs> you know. <laughs> going to do
4: something with that? No. No. Did, did um, you just say it would be your dad? It would be your dad. Yeah.
2: yeah, yeah I mean, I mean, if you keep the blindfold on, who's to say? Could be your dad. <laughs> it could be my dad. Yeah. yeah, yeah
4: so. <laughs> Who knows? Uh, Who knows?
6: Could
4: be anything, couldn't <laughs> <doesn't> it, really? <laughs> yeah. I'm uh, less likely wanting to go to this hotel no. room now. But <laughs> well, to
2: be to be honest though, like you know. Uh, <laughs> I've got one of these social media accounts that, you know, I get these emails and stuff like I'm a lonely woman, I'm looking for sex and stuff, and I'm like, well, instantly this is a trap. (laughs) I'm like, I'm like, this beautiful women don't come, uh, uh, you know, and start, uh, you know, offering themselves. He's he's
6: called Doug. (laughs) He's in the basement.
2: (laughs) But that, you know, it's 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 that whole thing. It's that whole like, you know, it's too good to be true, isn't it? It's that that temptation that. You know,
6: but it, you know, they target certain people. So mm. when they went through how they, ch- how they chose him. Mm. I thought it was really clever. Mm. So the data know, scraping, yeah. They they, cho- they chose people who would perhaps do this, you mm. know, well, hey, yeah,
5: yeah, who would? yeah. If if they were, yeah, they chose. You'd be okay because you're
2: loyal. You don't click yeah. on naked men and stuff. Do you? You're a no. good you're a no. good person, no. so you'll be fine. Yeah. You're screwed, Dan. Yeah, I'm awful. <laughs> I'm, I am a terrible human being on all <laughs> levels. So, yeah, I'm, they're going to grab me and I'll be like, I don't know what's happening. <laughs> but, yeah, it was it was a fascinating kind of... It, it, it's kind of almost like a microcosm of Hollywood and the kind of the world of kind of social media, the internet and the data harvesting and stuff.
6: And it's, it's quite a big thing at the moment, isn't it? Like with, with Facebook recently getting a buttons mm. button. So it is, you know, mm. it's it's very... As my daughter would say, on fleek. Um, mm. I, I think even that's out of date,
2: Dennis, to be honest.
6: I have no idea what that means. Yeah, I don't think you do. No, uh. I, don't. I don't know many things, actually. <laughs> she talks to me sometimes. I do
2: So English. Would any of us, do you think, get, get uh, in trouble for our social media feeds? Or is there anything lurking in the past, perhaps, that you've said or done Ooh. that might get you in trouble? No no you're perfect you're yeah, an angel no, I-, <laughs> I think i think everyone must have said and done something maybe on social media or in real life said something that maybe they regretted oh, in real
6: life, mm-hmm. still, yeah i say things i say yeah. things
1: all the time in real
6: life i think brain
2: mouth you know maybe if you're angry or in a bad mood you might say something you know or be a bit insensitive i think everyone's done it
6: yeah. I, I think my problem is is that I, i'm not offended by anything I don't get offended, really, apart mm-hmm. from you, you offend me. Yeah, well. uh, that's Dan, not you. <laughs> <laughs> you can cross very lovely. Um but I, I don't I'm not easily offended about anything. So mm-hmm. I assume that nobody else will get offended about anything. So <laughs> my mouth just opens and words fall out Yeah. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> maybe maybe Whoops. I shouldn't have said that. Cancelled. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I don't I don't I don't like the council culture, I don't like any of that because I think mm. people are want to be offended about things. Yeah. And there's real things out there that you should be offended about. Oh, absolutely. I mean, not, you know, someone decided he's going to use a, a white crane instead of a brown crane. You know, I just don't get it.
2: I do I do have a slight issue with um, kind of celebrities currently being judged for things they said like 10 years ago, yeah. or did 10 years ago.
6: It's really deep It is, deep. isn't it? Yeah, it Yeah. We weren't expecting this, weren't we? Yeah.
2: <laughs> what, are, what, is your, what are your thoughts on uh, cancel culture?
4: Oh, um... I don't know. There's such a fine line now, isn't there, towards the different subjects that you can discuss. And I would definitely say that, you know, time is luckily moving on in Mm -hmm. a way that we're not accepting shit that was said like... Oh, you can swear. Don't worry. Ten years ago. Go crazy. You can say all the swear words. Oh, okay. You'll be (laughs) bleeping this all
6: out. But But, but the thing is with it, mm. if you said something... When you were seventeen, yeah, and you're now thirty-two,
4: mm-hmm.
6: and you're married and children, yeah. We all say stuff as teenagers that are stupid. Mm. Mm. I don't think we should be judging mm. teenagers on stuff that they say because teenagers, let's be honest, are stupid. Mm. We're mm. we stupid as, as teenagers. We all say things that we don't mean. We all, yeah. You know, if someone sends you a picture of something you, you do, it. And I, yeah. it's like the cricketer. You know, mm-hmm. he, he put he said his things, yeah, when he was when he was like seventeen, eighteen. Mm.
2: Is it is it? something you said you know several years ago i believe you should be judged on who you are now yes not yeah. who you were because you were a different person you know you might have had different opinions different political leanings you have you know times have changed times have gone on you know people have grown people are more sensitive and yeah. i don't think it's something you can should lose jobs over personally
6: i'm i'm a completely different person now than i was a while ago because mm-hmm. I'm now mar- I'm married yeah. I've got a child mm. you know that changes who you are so stuff mm. I said millions of years yeah. ago is
4: useless what about you? Um, yeah I think that like you definitely <laughs> change the person who you are and you learn and grow mm. and that's all part of life isn't it? absolutely um, yeah, I think in in some ways you have to kind of forgive yourself for some of the silly mm. things that you might have said mm. when you were younger. But I don't know, it depends. It depends on what it, the Yeah, t- oh
2: yeah, I was going to say like
6: I said I like Iron Man 3 and I hate, I regret that everyday. Yeah.
2: Uh, of course, yeah. but again, it's like again, it, it depends on what the thing was. I yes. think as well, like if it was a say, it was a violent crime or something, then maybe not so much. Or mm-hmm. so, you know, if it's an, an abhorrent thing you've done, or if, you know, you know, I think there's a there's a line there. Definitely, it's not not everyone should be like, oh, he, he's fine. He's a, he's a serial rapist. We'll forgive him because it was ten years ago. It's tried not, lying definitely not. I
1: with
6: my Iron Man comment, which has got totally ignored. So I'm I'm, I'm not. just totally ignoring you I'm, anyway. I'm going Dennis. to bring it back. Favourite horror movie?
4: Favourite horror movie is Midsommar. <laughs> We've we're been we're, discussing oh, this yeah. before,
2: off off recording. Um, I'm still not sure what I think I of Midsommar. I
6: don't know either. I don't know whether I liked it, loathed it, whether I watch it again. It's. I'm going to have to. I think um, my daughter, Amy, wants to watch it. Mm. Um, so I might just put it on and we'll, we'll watch it together and see what she thinks. She's cleverer than me. So you'll probably get it. Yeah.
4: How old is Amy? Uh,
6: Amy is 15, going on 35. <laughs> She's great. Okay. she's great she's great she's fantastic it's, it's fine living with me um like i collect comics i mean i mean to all this she's been around because i run comic cons and events she's been around actors and all this sort of stuff forever um so she's been watching horror movies forever kind of stuff so she's you know she likes she loves horror mm-hmm. um so but she's very switched on with it so she gets things like horror movies and she'll say you know this is a polit- political satire against this right?
4: Wow. Yeah. How did, you, see? How did, how did mm-hmm. you get
6: that from that? Yeah. And she'll explain. So she's switched on with it. So she does want to watch it because she's a big fan of um, Florence. Massive fan. Yeah. Mm. So I am just going to have to stick it on and say, right, because we're doing 31 days of Halloween. Nice. nice.
2: We're watching
4: a horror film. Great right idea. Night. Yeah.
6: Um,
2: just watch the same one over and over.
6: Yeah, <laughs> I know. We've done. We've, we've, we've done. Like, we've. Done, um, we have we done the moment? We watched Random Acts of Violence, which is. I thought it was excellent. It was really, really good. Um, but then we were Hostel 2, hmm. and then um, 13 Ghosts, which is... Hmm.
2: The, the old one or the new no, one? No, the
6: new one. So we kind of like... Well,
2: I mean, we mean, that's like 20 years old, so I guess that's oh, old as my, well. Um,
6: my next movie is going to be um, um, Young Frankenstein, so... Yeah. There you go. <laughs> What's your second favourite horror movie?
4: Um, ooh, second favourite. I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. I don't know. First no? horror movie you saw? First horror movie was When a Stranger Calls. Ah. I remember watching that very vividly scare at you. a friend's sleepover. Yes, it yes. did scare me. We watched that it opening t- scene, yeah, yeah. that yes. opening section. Yeah, at two o'clock in the morning, we watched it and um, have yeah. you checked
2: the children?
4: <laughs> yeah, it was so have creepy. you checked
2: the children?
4: I think it, that is just classic horror, and um, yeah, it frightened me to death. But it was it was brilliant and yeah, uh, still mm. yeah. still stays in my mind. Do you know who who directed it at all? <sighs>
2: Not off the top of my head. I did watch it on, it's on Amazon Prime at the moment, I think.
4: Oh, um, nice. Um, I think it's on Arrow as well, isn't it? I Possibly, yeah. Yeah, I watched it on Monday.
2: Yeah, I think yeah. there might be the sequel on there when The Stranger Calls Back.
6: They remade it, didn't
2: they? Yes, they did as well. I don't
6: think I've seen the remade No. Sorry, we're ignoring you. We're talking about That's it. That's okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's but, all right. But we but had a some, lot. You had some really
2: interesting, you were talking about Midsommar just off the recording. Um, tell yeah. us, like, because again, me and, Dennis are a bit divided on it what is it about mm-hmm. Midsummer that you love or that resonates with you
4: okay so um I heard about Midsummer um through a colleague and they said how weird it was and I thought well how weird can it be so after lots of research I thought well, I'll go and see it and I think that Ari Aster is an amazing director who puts a lot of thought and purpose within like every element of his films including hereditary as well um the story particularly i think um kind of you know it brings a bit of girl power like i want to yeah, say yeah yeah like, i towards think so the end especially and um i think the cast it, um they've, they've got a great range of cast, whether it's uh, florence Pugh, jack rayner but also um
2: The rest of them, the the other ones, the other ones. I've
4: I've had a uh, rosé, but yeah, it's it's great. I think it's very well thought out. It was filmed within within less than less than a month, and all of the really, I didn't know that. Yeah, all of the set was made within a month, so it's fantastic. Um, Yeah, and there's just lots of thought and detail that goes Mm. into the film, which I would I would go on, but I would bore you about.
6: Would you say that me and Dad need to watch it again?
4: Yes.
2: Do we need to watch the extended version?
4: Yeah, if you have four hours to spare.
6: (laughs) I think I'm washing my hair. <laughs> um, Forever for four hours. Yeah, for the rest of your life, you're watching. Yeah, it is. It is a conversation that me and Amy have at least once a week whenever we watch Midsummer. So I'm just kind mm.
2: of do it. Yeah, just kind of yeah. Okay. I, I would like to watch it again because I'm still undecided. Because parts of it I absolutely adored and I thought it was fantastic. Mm-hmm. I love that um, communal crying they do, mm-hmm. and it's and yes. the the crying Florence Pugh does. It's not like uh-huh, I'm just having a bit of a cry. It is like mournful, deep bawling yes. like real crying that it's so much so that it's going to make you sick yeah um and i loved that and again it kind of like you said it has that kind of sisterhood element to it
4: yes absolutely there's the the sisterhood element with the crying scenes um through that and then there's another scene which i won't go into too much detail but because it's, it's quite graphic but mm. um you probably know and then there's the end scene Where they're all, they're all together, and I just find it really powerful. Um, I won't give away any spoilers, but the final shots are phenomenal. No, I,
6: I I think, I think the cinematography is amazing. Mm -hmm. Um, I think it's, it's, it's like, you know, every picture. What do they call it? Like scenery, huh? Yeah. Every (laughs) camera. Yeah. Says uh,
2: says a thousand words.
6: Yeah. Every shot is beautiful. It's well lit. You know, I get that. I just don't get the film.
2: And you know films it's art is subjective you know you, it might not be for you Dennis no, and, or or me and that's no, probably exactly, why we don't get it Yeah definitely the wrong film you you think you're thinking of <laughs> There's not many uh is it is it Scandinavia they go to Sweden, or Sweden
4: Well yes it is Sweden, Sweden but after um looking it up that it's actually filmed in um <laughs> it's not filmed in Sweden. It's not filmed. It. It's somewhere that. else. Yeah, but it but it's yes. portrayed as Sweden. Yes, yes, it is. That's yeah, fine. It's brilliant.
6: So bring the conversation full circle. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, I learnt about two minutes ago from the that yeah, the film was um the beetle yeah. one. was edited, caught everything in a garage.
2: Really? Wow. Yeah, that's- Much like this podcast.
6: Yeah. Well, I think they did a better job. Yeah, the my, my podcast they definitely. Do, they do everything <laughs> themselves. Mm. Um, they do everything in a garage. Yeah. And look, I thought the production value was quite high on it.
2: it I, I I was expecting, you know, I was expecting because it's you know it's an independent film. I was expecting a little less kind of quality, but it was it was slick. It looked good. It was you know it well performed. You know, it was well edited. You know, it was it was phenomenal. Really, really interesting. And I'm glad I'm glad we got to see yeah. that film as so well.
6: My final question for you. What have you thought of your first day at Group Fest?
4: Brilliant, brilliant. Yeah, it's been great, and I'm looking forward to the rest of the weekend.
2: So are we? You're
6: going to be
4: tired.
2: I'm tired now. <laughs> I'm tired. It's not we've not even done a full day.
6: No, just, just rolled in at like. <laughs> like
2: we just rocked up. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just <laughs> rocked up and like, yeah. Wh- yeah where we can, can we can go? go. Yeah. Um, yeah. But it's 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 really it's amazing that we've been invited and that we have this opportunity and to be the official podcast of of Grimfest is a is an amazing um, you know momentous occasion for this podcast. And Dennis and you know has been uh, speaking to Simeon and and organising all this, so it's all it's all due to a uh, kind of. Dennis's hard work and graft and uh, seducing—all the seducing is done. Uh, what, what do, oh, I? I, do. I say! So yeah, so he's done—he's done, <laughs> he's done <laughs> such a great job. What's <laughs> up?
6: That's a very oh no! Pose. Oh no! Oh no! He's
2: becoming—he's becoming, he's becoming uh, one of the beta he's testers. <laughs>
6: oh, there we go. There, there we go. That's—that's that's as far as I go. Uh, funny story. I'll tell you, what, and then we'll finish it. Okay. Um, okay. There we go. I um, used to go to a bank every because I used to have my own business. I used to go to the bank and put my money in the bank. Okay. And the lady um, behind the counter flirted with me. I think flirting's good. It's fine. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm not I'm crap at it. So it, it built and built and built, and I told my wife about it. Say he's, you know, he's something or the other, and then it um, turned around and said, "She said, um, do, you, um, do you fancy coming out for a drink?" And I panicked completely and said, "No, I've got wife and child. And I'm alright. Thanks, bye."
2: <laughs> she was looking for another type of deposit, I believe.
6: Yeah, it wasn't me. <laughs> <laughs> the thing. Got the panic. Yeah. Anyway, it's been lovely chatting to you.
4: Yes, and you um, as well. Thanks yeah.
2: For having me. Oh, it's my, and our pleasure. We are here. Yeah. We are here at Grimfest. We are interviewing everybody we can because we want to have all the different opinions and different perspectives on the event and on the movies as well but thank you very much for for talking to us uh, as long as you have yeah,
4: yeah. no thank, thank you very much no,
2: no thank Thanks. you uh, so we're back here at Grimfest, and we are talking all things horror and interesting films, bizarre stuff, and we are here with another gentleman who quite likes his films, so introduce yourself CERN, what you're doing here and what you're all about.
7: Hi, I'm, uh, I'm Alan, I took a little bit of getting to, that's weird. <laughs> did you forget? It's that time of the night, isn't it? <laughs> um, I'm Alan. <laughs> I did screenwriting at university ah. ten years ago. Decide, and then end up working at a cinema. As close as I got to the film industry. <laughs> then decided I liked money, and so ended up working for the government. Ah. I won't name where. Um, have come to Grimfest to work as a volunteer as a bit of kind of reminiscence of, I miss the cinema. I miss the kind yeah. of culture of being around to talking about films and not having many responsibilities so here i am
2: that that is i i'm i'm with you on that one i'm absolutely with you i wish i had less responsibilities right now but yeah i'd like so it so you know your stuff then
7: um yeah i think so i'd like to think
2: so i think so i think so um are are you quite critical when it comes to films being a screenwriter
7: um yes i think so i have in terms of like media i have two passions one is books one is films i love reading books because i don't know anything about them I love watching films because I like being able to deconstruct them and like I love horror films mm. because they're all very formulaic and it's interesting to see how the pieces are put together for each unique thing. Like yeah. if you talk about like slashers, for example, I love Alien because Alien is a slasher, and its twist is that it's set in space.
2: Or is it a haunted house set in space?
7: No. No. <laughs> <laughs> because I think the Get Out. <laughs> the important part of a haunted house film is that you have a history of a location that is a character. And okay. yes, the spaceship is a character in it a sense, hmm. but it has no link to the horror because they're two separate things. Hmm. Because you have the invasion of the other. In yes, because the, the characters yeah. are familiar with Okay, yeah. Rather so than have the, the history of it,
2: yeah. the history, the legend, the the haunting. Yeah. I guess yeah. I guess the alien does come into that and is in, is an invader, is a you know, and
7: is obviously a metaphor for AIDS.
2: Uh, well, oh my gosh, it got deep and dark very quick, didn't it? <laughs> Usually it takes two or
7: three minutes. To okay. Get out,
2: okay. So, you know, I mean, God. I mean, did. I don't, I don't think it was AIDS around at that point. was it 1979 it, it, it started yeah it, it, it was just kind yeah, of beginning did, yeah. okay it really but it wasn't was, the pandemic it was, it was or, or like,
6: what, 82,
2: yeah kind of, that was like, the big yeah that's hmm. because I, I, I always thought it was like the kind of like the because it's all about kind of mothers and male impregnation or male rape and things like that I always thought it was more about that but that's just me
7: I would think lots of the iconography and kind of extra elements that they talk about are in relation to blood. Mm-hmm. Um, the acidic and specific- blood, yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And the I kind of phallic that. nature of the way the alien attacks with the mm-hmm. second mouth um, kind of implies that there's something violent about the act of mm-hmm. male sexuality and specifically yeah. all of the characters that die in that film are men.
2: Uh, I mean, I mean, there is, there is one woman that dies, but, but it's off screen, yes. I believe. Yeah. So yeah, so it's not shown. So that, yeah, again, that's a choice. That is definitely a choice mm. there. So yeah, interesting. And and uh, Ripley's character was a male initially, wasn't? Yes. It? Until they cast Sigourney Weaver. This is oh, I like this. This is fascinating. This is good stuff. We got a, we've already got a good guest. This is brilliant. Thank you. Tell us, tell us more. Tell, do you have a, do you have
7: a favourite film or a favourite uh, script, um, screenplay? So I love Wes Anderson. Mm-hmm. I think he has. So. When you're watching a film, or certainly what I think as when you're watching a film as a writer, you kind of try and look at the different movements in the film when does one part become another. So essentially, um, in, in horror, essentially, you have this idea of the other. So films start off largely very normal, and then scene B is slightly disturbed from scene A, and then scene C is slightly disturbed from scene B, until you get to this point where the change happens and nothing can be connected to reality because you have whatever the horror is occurring. Mm-hmm. and I think that runs through all films in different senses but I like Wes Anderson's film that you as a viewer disconnected from that and things just happen and you can't kind of predict or plot out how the scenario you're in in the middle of the film is related to the scenario in, in the, at the start of the film It's very dreamlike um, so I love Wes Anderson's scripts and Wes Anderson's films because that have this very sense of whimsy of like things just happen and they happen because not because we're trying to get from A to B I think
2: Wow, wow This is deep, this
7: is very deep Um, Although I did get into Wes Anderson um, At a time when I'd snapped my wrist and it was pinned And I was on a lot of, kind of, morphine Yes, well I think that's perhaps I can equate the two for those reasons
2: I mean that's probably the best time to watch a Wes Anderson film I think, uh, when you're a little bit Because he's he's got a very unique style uh, Almost like yeah.
7: it's and some would probably say that He's done that style enough now
2: yeah, I mean, it, there's there's almost a kind of disassociation or an alienation to mm. his to his films because they are so so cu- very indie movies. Yeah. Um, you know, even though obviously they've got big budgets Buying them, there is that indie kind, there's of of kind of identity. Lots of history
7: about who actually finances what In films.
2: Really? Mm. Tell, tell us
1: more.
7: So they're obviously produced by studios and released through um, Canal, I think, and mm. Paramount. Um, but in terms of actually who puts the money there, kind of there's very little information about that. Okay, um, so the kind of fan base speculates that he has one or two wealthy backers that just give him money to go and make films.
2: Scrooge McDuck. That's my guess. <laughs> sorry, sorry, Dennis. What were you saying? He
6: said, or, or he just could be a prostitute. Wes Anderson
2: is a, a prostitute yeah, in, in I, the literal sense, or a cinematic one.
6: Literal. I think. I think that's where he raises his money.
1: Hmm.
6: Anyone who does those films must do some shit. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> to so get we, them, to get them made, or. Just, just the same. I'm I'm not a Wes Anderson fan at all. Okay. I can't watch anything. I think that I, 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 I no no not, not, for, me, you. not, not for, me, for you, not for you, no. no. <laughs> and it's just it's, it, and it He kind of the, the cast members he, he chooses are pretty much just playing themselves.
7: Possibly, and I think Tilda Swinton's um, very good in his films. And
6: yeah. it's always different yeah but I I kind of actually should move a bit closer yeah get sure. get you guys get a little bit well, cosy
2: come on get cosy over there <laughs> um, I
6: do actually <laughs> yeah well yeah. Um, yeah I just think they're just playing themselves so I I I don't watch a film because I just want to see them
7: you what about Bruce Willis in Moonrise Kingdom because Bruce Willis has been awful for quite a while now yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah oh he's, yeah he's quite good in that he's got a really good sense of pathos to him mm-hmm. yeah like he's a very it's a very gentle performance which I don't think Bruce Willis does often at all well. No. Especially if you listen to Demi Moore.
6: <laughs> well, there is that, isn't there? Uh, yeah.
7: we, uh, we
2: covered... Uh, I covered uh, Hudson Hawk on this okay. podcast. Um, and uh, one of my friends came on, a fellow podcaster, uh, Tony Farina came on, and he was saying, this is one of my favourite films. I can, you know, I can see why, but I, I disagreed. Um, but I can see why people would like it and why I would like it, but it just wasn't there for me. And I that was like his it. like. And, and there you go, Dennis loves it. Um, go but go again, that was his like. That was his vanity project. So that was what he was all about. But you know, that's that's what you get. And Bruce Willis can be a mixed bag. I think sometimes. Um, Have you depending. seen him in
6: Death Wish? Is he in Death?
2: The remake the of Deathwish. Oh, okay, no. The
6: Eli oh, Roth remake God. of Deathwish. It's just like, he's supposed to be showing passion. He's, you know, he's, he's, he's avenging. He's like,
7: oh God, couldn't avenge up.
2: Here I am I again this. on a film.
7: It's interesting why people like films though. Like, so for example, your mm-hmm. friend that likes Hudson Hawk because he likes Bruce Willis. Um, I assume he had a great experience with Die Hard as a child and yeah. that's fair. Yeah. Um, so relating this very back in a roundabout way to horror, um, I really love um, It Follows Okay. and I, I've never understood why that is um, I like the filmmaking in that um, I'm sure you've seen Roger Rabbit yes yeah yeah. roger rabbit was really successful as a animated film in the early 90s late 80s
1: -hmm.
7: um where other animated films weren't at that time because the director used this technique and there's a technical name for it which i unfortunately can't remember Mm -hmm. where you show animated objects interacting with real life so the scene of the baby smoking a cigar the cigar is actually there and on wires are moving while the baby is animated so reality interacts with Mm -hmm. the fictional the the animated which for example fast and furious films don't look real at all, because it's all CG interacting with CG. In It Follows, you have the ghost, which you can't see, or the monster, or whatever it is, interacting with real things, so it gets shot, and it falls into the water, and the water splashes. Equally, when it gets attacked at the beach, it bursts through the barn doors, the sand kicks up, and it's a really tense, scary monster, because the CG elements of it interact with real life. And it feels like it's there, the same as in *Roger Rabbit*. And it's really interesting how that horror filmmaker has took this technique from this kind of mm. shticky '90s film, mm. and like, you know what? That's how but, I'm gonna make my film scary by doing that. And yeah. that, that's really interesting.
2: But like, we have to say, like, it's a great film, and it's like *Who, who Framed Roger Rabbit* is a technical marvel. Yeah. Not very, very. You know, you wouldn't have it nowadays, but Disney and Warner Bros having their characters on screen at the same for time exactly the same amount of time yes that's right that's a that was a legal requirement um just not but i think technically some of the scenes there's a slight i think the mouse wins a little bit just <laughs> just a just ever so slightly uh, the house of mouse always collects and and to use that to take such an old kind of classic way of, of filmmaking i remember when i learned about the spider-verse film into the spider-verse yeah. they had for second Yes, yeah. so they had to learn how to animate 2D for the, for the Peter Porker, the Spider-Ham, mm. because they wanted to do it again. And it's, it was basically like they none of them knew how to do it. It's, <laughs> it was a dead, it's a dead art form, technically, is 2D animation. So they had to learn and figure out how to do it and how to work
7: it. There is an Irish filmmaker who's made three films now, Secret of Kells, hmm. um, and two others. Um, one of which was released through Apple, I think, mm-hmm. the streaming service. Who watch the animation films and are beautiful to look at.
1: Hmm.
2: Yeah. So, uh, Dennis.
7: Yes, I'm what, still here. What
2: are your thoughts? I like cartoons. You... you like cartoons. You're yeah. a fan.
6: I, I like Saturday morning cartoons. Yeah? Did you have a yeah. favourite one? Um, Spider-Man is Amazing Friends. That is a good one. It is a good one. Uh, and Godzilla and Godzuki.
2: Godzuki. God-zuki.
6: Yeah. Get yeah, out. I know, I know. But going back to effects, um, my daughter, who's, um, she's 15, she much prefers the transformation scene in America 1 in London yeah, because it's all practical than any CGI. Because it looks like it, it's kind of... Oscar-winning doing... effects. Yeah. Not
2: only that, it, they created a category for that yes. to win an Oscar. It was that good.
6: And in, there's a, a, a Lionsgate movie coming out, I think it's called *Amateurville Moon, And all the effects are practical in that, and that's a werewolf movie as well.
7: There is a 1930s horror film, um, which I forget the name of, but the, the kind of monster is a witch, and they use morphing through lighting. So the film itself is black and white, but the actress on screen was in green paint, and then they put a green filter in front of the black and white camera so that her makeup that you couldn't see on black and white stock suddenly appears. And it's incredible. Like Watching it now, it's still incredible.
2: I know what the film is but I can't, it's long black hair woman. Okay, um, so our ba- my battery is about to run out so I'm just going to stop us and I'll change the batteries but we will continue. Okay. Uh, so we're back, I've changed the batteries so we're still talking here at Grimfest, the first day of Grimfest so it's been really exciting, really cool, great to meet everybody it's going to be an excellent weekend. Uh, Dennis is looking up the name of that film that you can't remember with the lady with the, the long hair and the, the stabbiness. Yes,
7: carry on. Yeah. Um... What is a really good weird film? Is in the Mouth of Madness. Excellent choice. Uh, which yes. Grimfest put on at Stockport a few weeks ago. Oh yeah, yeah. I've yeah. never seen of it. Never really heard of it.
2: We went to the Wes Craven show because uh, John Carpenter, and then they did a Wes Craven. Which we got tickets for but Couldn't make. Yeah, it almost, we went. We went to the Wes Craven. Well, that's where we met uh, Simeon and and yeah. got chatting, and then this happened, which was amazing. Um, and uh, yeah we had a great time there and uh, yeah by I agree in the mouth of madness I'm
7: not that f- I'm not much of a fan of uh, Prince of Darkness yeah no
2: yeah I, can't, I couldn't get into that one really some cool stuff and I good cast but
7: it's the thing with John Carpenter like I, the, the fog terrified me as a child but watching it as an adult it's like it has its idea and that's it hmm. and that's probably Phil yeah. would film like a would fill sorry a like maybe 60 minute kind of made for yeah. tv film yeah, yeah but like running out to like 89 minutes i think it is mm. it just doesn't quite work no which is a shame like the, the sound is awesome the yes. effects are awesome and lots of the weird things he does are awesome mm. but it's like the as cat- cast is great as
2: well you've yeah. got really good uh, adrian barbeau uh, jamie lee curtis tom atkins um oh what's his name uh holbrook somebody holbrook how holbrook Maybe the priest, that guy. Um, you know, you know. I'm sure someone's screaming at me. It's this guy. It's something Holbrook. Um, but yeah, I, I I like it. But I can see what you mean, though. It's kind of it's a, it's kind of like it's this. Okay, pirate ghosts, it's smoky pirate ghosts. Sure. <laughs> and Dennis is still struggling. Whatever this film is. I know
6: what it is. It's on the tip of my tongue. Is it the is it the one where the the um, killer at the beginning? They stick her in an iron maiden. I'm Not um, sure. And they, they stick the spikes
1: in her. It's an Italian, Italian movie. Yes. Yeah. <laughs>
7: it's
6: an Italian film. Put her in an iron maiden because she's a witch. She
1: comes
2: back as like a vampire. Weekend. Oh wait 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 wait! I think I might know. Uh, like Black Sabbath.
6: It's something like that.
2: Black Sunday. Have so Mario Barber. Yeah, Mario Barber. Yeah,
6: she's, yeah. she's the, the lady. It's one of them. It's one of
2: them. They, we got that. Yeah, we ground it. There you go. Got it. So I did all that. I did all the legwork. We did all the legwork, and Dennis just sat there and and stewed. Um, But yeah, tell us a bit. Tell us a bit more about in the mouth of in the mouth of madness. No, ignore Dennis. Fuck off, (laughs) Dan.
7: Um, so In the Mouth of Madness is great at evoking a specific feeling and that feeling mm. is confusion which I think the filmmaker John Carpenter sets out to do mm. and that's really interesting because most films horror films set out to scare or excite or maybe titillate mm-hmm. um, in the case of like the things that you go up on your um, yeah. Yeah, hostels off, you about yeah. Before. Um, yeah and I think it's just a really interesting idea that it tries to confuse so the premise of the film is that Sam Neill is an insurance adjuster I think of all things sure <laughs>
2: um,
7: and this big publishing house have this basically Stephen King. Um, Sutter
2: Kane, I believe? Yes. Yeah,
7: who goes missing. Um, and um, Samuel puts together pieces of that. The place where he's gone missing to is things that are featured in his previous novels. Mm. And in trying to go and find and recover him, weird things happen. Mm. It's very Twin Peaks.
2: Oh yeah, it's proper. It's proper weird. It's proper, you know. It's it's kind of meta as well. Yeah, There's a lot it's of very, kind of um,
7: Alan Wake, if anyone, um, please.
4: Ah, games re released. Yeah, yeah.
7: <laughs> it's good. it's, it's, it's only a good very... time to play
6: games.
2: <laughs> you just play mind games.
6: No, I get five minutes and pull out my form. So <laughs> time to play games. Oh, my life is so difficult. <laughs> anyway,
7: continue. Yeah, um, yeah. So it's a it's a wonderfully confusing, strange film. Um, <laughs> and yeah Sam Neill is Sam very great. good at being weird like yeah. um, Event Horizon is also a great horror mm. film that he's in. yes
2: agreed have you seen Possession
7: I don't think I have
2: that is weird Okay. that is a weird it's it's all about kind of a relationship gone wrong but there are quite I don't want to spoil it for okay. you but it gets very very weird I think my very uh, quick.
7: enjoyment of weird films goes back to being a kid and my dad being really into Rocky Horror and you know, sure. one of the films that I used to watch on repeat as a kind of primary school aged child was repossessed oh the uh, yeah the, the, the
2: parody the spoof the of, exorcist spoof yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs>
7: so I think uh, exposure to weird films and a child is definitely a
2: good thing mm. yes yeah, so I'm glad you said exposure to weird films and nothing else because <laughs> uh, that would have gone very that would change <laughs> yeah, yeah, the tone of like cut this out cut this out yeah, I'd have to edit that, right. here <laughs> oh here we, go, here we go here we go Dennis no. has got things, <clears throat> got things to say
6: I have got things to say quick fire questions okay, okay.
2: Lean, in, lean in lean in lean in Get close. I don't smell... Well, I hope I don't smell. He's not got COVID, as far as we know.
7: Um, Favourite horror movie? Um, Big Trouble in Little China.
6: Like I said, favourite horror movie? (laughs) Evil Dead 2. Oh, Oh, good choice, good choice. Um, Favourite comedy?
7: Fantastic Mr Fox. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know what to say. I don't even have to follow that up. Um, last horror film you watch? Um, it was Saint Maud.
6: Oh. What did you, what did you think of Saint Maud?
7: I didn't enjoy it for the first seventy minutes or so, and then just the ending is, is it's incredible. Just the ending, isn't it? I was talking to a friend about it earlier, and what it's really good at, which doesn't exist in TV or film anymore, really, I think. Is that it creates tension and then it makes it sit. You sit with it. It doesn't have the earliest payoff it can. Like it kind of no, I'm building. Alright, okay, there's going to be jump No, I'm building. It's incredible. It's a really uncomfortable watch, and I enjoyed that. It's not even.
6: It's not that long either, is it? No. It's about like eighty minutes. You've not seen it. Have you? No, no. Is it set in Blackpool? Yes. Scarborough.
2: Scarborough. 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 Yeah, because yeah. yeah, Blackpool
7: of the East Coast. <laughs>
6: I'm
2: from Blackpool. I thought I saw like the same amusements, or they are on the Golden Mile, as they call it. Um, but no, so that's Scarborough a is.
6: away, isn't it? Talking about Blackpool, it it's is. enough to
7: scare anyone.
2: Yeah, that <laughs> is that, that, that's a horror film in itself. Just just Blackpool. There's a
7: fantastic dystopian book that features Blackpool called A Boy and His Dog: A Boy and His Dog at the End of the World. Oh. I recommend.
2: Mm. I quite like the film A Boy and His Dog. Have you seen that? No. Don Johnson. Um, it's, uh, it's it's interesting. Um, I would highly recommend it, and it is very weird. Okay. So give it, give it. It's a good post-apocalyptic movie.
6: Worst horror film you've seen?
7: There was. Um, so following on from, Hang on, it's the... a
6: trick question. There are no bad horror movies. Way Sorry, Sorry, Dennis Sorry. wins. Dennis wins.
7: Um, the whole found <laughs> footage kind of boom of the late two thousands. Hmm. Um, there was an Italian one, or there was. It was an American one set in Italy, which I, I can't remember the name of. Okay. And that was just absolutely awful.
2: Is it like a demon Although Possession-y I, one? Yeah, or?
7: I, I don't like James Wan I don't think The Conjuring And so on and so forth are Absolutely good horror films Yeah, I think they're just jump scares Right
2: Controversial
7: But They're good jump
6: scares And They're, they're there they're made, very, they're, they're made From very little money They make Lots of money And it's It's kind of like that um, The teenage of the, They want things straight away you know, St. Maud would instant not instant
7: gratification.
6: Yeah, no, you know, my daughter would not sit through. My, well, she probably would actually. Bad example. A lot of lot of her like, her age would not sit through St. Maude because there's nothing happens. Um, so I think I think, you know, that teen. It's always been there. The teen horror slashes and stuff. You know, all the way through. Well, yeah, since we talked about yeah. um, the Italian horror stuff. Yeah, we did. Um, and it, it it's there for that gratification, and then then you get the more adult horror-y type stuff which is a little bit more kind of you know deeper introspective stuff like the changeling and things like that stuff that you have to you know think a little bit about but i i i think there's a place because i i don't mind trash horror i don't mind sticking conjuring on or or whatever for like you know an hour and a half and watching it because i quite quite enjoy that escapism because i like shit horror movie i every horror movie to me is there's always one moment in FBR movie that they think, yeah, that's good, I like that, and that's cool. Um, but I, think there's, I, I do think there's a place for that um, teen stuff.
7: There's other ways to do that. So there are other ways to do eight, it. Session 8, for example. Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah, good one. Yeah, good show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's a, is a nice slow burn, yeah. but has that kind of early jump scare or allusion to it and has a guy from CSI Miami. So there's ways to pitch it to an audience who doesn't perhaps have the patience and you can still have a message and you can still have other layers to it
6: yeah. Um, how many teenagers do you know? Um, <laughs> what a weird
2: question, Dennis.
6: I, I've got a niece who's maybe okay. 13. So. <laughs> I know quite a few because I, I have one. Okay. Um, I'm, gl- I'm,
2: glad, th- I'm glad you said that, you yeah, know, yeah. The, the fact that, that you know a lot of teenagers. Not that into CSI Miami. <laughs> no,
6: they're not that intelligent. <laughs> oh. um, and I, think, I think that's the problem. I think clever horror movies. Unless you're really into it, like my my daughter keeps talking about, but she's very switched on. She's very much into kind of like she watches the Universal horror movies with me and stuff. Like she's not bothered black and white or whatever. She just likes horror. Um, she would get stuff like that. Her friends, be on the phones.
7: Like that. So I but think isn't think that it, a self-fulfilling prophecy? Well, mm. so take Disney and Studio Ghibli. They both produce children's films which children would enjoy because of the bright cool, and simple story but the studio ghibli ones and all right some of the older disney ones yeah. have those additional layers and it it works on this level but it also works on this level yeah. and you can have a trashy horror film so halloween is a trashy horror film yeah which yeah. came out in the late
2: 78 78
7: but
6: you, you you look at the top grossing movies you know top 10 grossing movies they're all very formula you know marvel have got a formula you know powers Fall out, make up. Some falls from the sky, True. and they make billions. blue light beam. Yeah, yeah, blue sky beam. They make they make billions with it. So I I do th- I, I I think cinema for me is always about escapism. Um, same same why I'm into comics and that stuff. I don't I I want to open it and sometimes I don't want to think. Sometimes I don't want to kind of walk away from it and think. ooh, I think that's just this one. I think they're looking at this and I actually want to just go. Yeah, I enjoyed that. It was fun. I enjoyed that like 90 minutes of, of trash because that's what I need at that time. I want to I want to be transported to weird places. And yeah, you said your favorite like horror movie is Evil Dead 2. Oh. It's trash. Let's be honest. It's brilliant. It's absolutely you know it's it amazing, but it is trash. You know, it's trash.
7: <laughs> but the, but there's more to it than the trash. Of course, that yeah. But you know, if you're
2: looking for the trash, it's there.
7: Which yeah. I, what I'm saying is, there's nothing mm. behind James Wan's eyes. I think is my message. Uh, <laughs>
2: <laughs> Nothing behind James Nothing Bond's
7: eyes. So his horror films are trash, and, and that's it.
2: Right. Okay. I okay. see. That's fair enough, I it? thought you knew James Bond personally. Then, like, there's I, never I been everything. That. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah.
6: Who knows? He'll do it, anything. He'll do is, anything is, to get do, that mission. Is he directed? Malignant. That's is James. That's James Bond, isn't it? Is that James 1? Yeah. yeah. I like that film. I've not seen that yet. It's very good. Neither past. have
2: I, but I'm I'm looking forward to it. I've heard it's good absolutely things.
6: Absolutely mental. but it's great. Loved it um let's carry on with the term it is trash but it's good it's um yeah it's good i like it if you
2: if you want trash it's there and if you like trash it's there but there's 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 depth to even the trash if you look hard enough i
6: I think i think like we were saying
2: earlier there are there's there's choices made for reasons for creative reasons things just you know, often in st- in these films, they're they're calculated, they're designed. Yeah, there are some like mistakes, like a stormtrooper walking into a rising door. You know, there's things like that that just occur. But there there are choices made, and you know, sometimes they're trashy well, I, choices. I
6: think I think horror more than any genre can kind of hit pretty much all the marks. So you get intelligent, you get trash, you get comedy, you get black comedy. You, get, yeah. you know, you don't tend to get um a, a rom-com that's intelligent you don't tend to get an action movie that's you know
2: there's a lot of variety in a of, I th- there's a lot of variety yeah, in horror I think, I think, I think. Horror
6: yeah kind of well, look at look at the film we just watched yeah the beta test yeah, that's that it's clever it's got satire in it it's got it's funny it's brutal and it hits all those marks God. I and I, I I believe I think horror does that I think it cuts right the way through you can also say sci-fi because you know like I said Event Horizon you know I think that's an amazing movie yeah. it's one of my favourites um, Alien again one of my favourites but I, I, I
7: it's worth pointing out I think that we're talking about the um, full cut version of Event Horizon not the cinematic
6: release oh, yeah no, oh yeah I'm still waiting for that
2: that release of all the other stuff that they couldn't you know they haven't found the unfound footage uh, uh, I, I, I'd i love for like an ultimate cut to be released yeah, be if, if if that even exists so, so I,
6: I do think horror. I think if you look at this festival, look at the movies, you can see the differences in them all. Mm. You know, you've got, you know, Howling, for instance, up at, you know, with with the witches, and and what we've just watched again, a a, a beta thing. So you've got all these different things, and I do think it, it horror hits them better than probably any other genre. Mm. Discuss.
7: Um, <laughs> I think, and I've talked about. Um, a number of times with people who look at me increasing bewilderment that horror and rom-coms are very similar for that reason so they're both films that have uh, both genres rather Mm -hmm. that have like the biggest arrows pointing to what their genre tropes are which allows filmmakers to deconstruct and play with those things Mm. more than any other genre
2: yeah, I, I guess, yeah, they are quite obvious You've got the, you know, the running to the airport scene There's always that, there's always like I've made a mistake, why? I love you Yeah, sure, let's happen. you know um, And I think, that. yeah You've We've done that, yeah
6: Come back,
7: come back You forgot this and you'll come back if you don't Yes, <laughs> I, off the <laughs> no, go,
2: so. I didn't care, I didn't no, care. It doesn't care I'm not that, that, that emotional left, left me crying. I'm cold, it's deep down cold. Cold. cold It
6: seems to be a theme <laughs> in my life Because my wife left me on the underground in New York and okay. got on with my daughter after him. Like, Bye. Thanks.
2: And you never saw her again.
6: No, I wanted never to see her. Again. Oh, I see. I see. Yeah, yeah.
2: There you are. There you are. So, um, so uh, to round this all off, we like horror for the most yeah. part.
6: I think. Yeah. I think I, that's... I do like film. Yeah. But I love, I love horror, and I think it goes back to what you originally said. Mm-hmm. I watched it with my brother. Um, yeah. so it was the time we spent as as me and him. You know, him sitting me down, watching Demons, watching, you know, Evil, evil Dead scaring the shit out of me. And that was kind of what got me into it. And it's same thing for Bond. Bond was, was the film that my dad took me to the yeah. to see. So, and um, we watched them together. You know, we, whenever we get a DVD box out of it, we watch the Bonds together, because that's what we do. Um,
2: you watch the Bonds to Bond.
6: Um, and... <laughs> You know, he's, this this one is one of the first the ones out now. Is the first one that he's not been to see with okay. me, um, which is a little bit sad. But that, it is very much, I think, people around you that kind of influence influence them. So, yeah, my my brother was I thought it was amusing to watch me, you know, cry.
2: <laughs> but there is, there was something like you know, there was there were certain like films I saw, you know, I was too young to see, or certain books I was reading that was too young to see them. And there is that kind of like. You know, I shouldn't be looking at this. I shouldn't yeah. be experiencing this. This is something different, something new. Or I guess it's like if you find like <laughs> a porno mag or something, you're like, "Oh my god, I what think is the, this?" Uh,
7: best way I'd summarise horror is um, I used to work, in many used to work in Odin and Preston uh, on the docks there, and when the horror film would come out on a Friday, you'd always get loads of teenagers, there, and then loads of they would enjoy screaming and shouting. Yeah, you be like, "Ah!" Mm. The jump scares, and perhaps all the people wouldn't. Enjoy their experience of that horror film. No. And on this one occasion, a lady came out to me and complained about them. So I was, all right, okay, I'll, I'll come in and watch and like come in and interact. Mm. Um, so about halfway through the film, I went back in and it seemed all quiet. And like, all right, is that because they heard me coming in? So I tapped this lady mm. on the shoulder to ask her if they'd been quiet. Mm. And she jumped up and screamed and was terrified <laughs> and hit me. And I found that really funny. And you guys find that really funny. And that one was terrified. And that's horror. Yeah. I, I,
2: I had a similar experience in. um I went to see Step Brothers for the okay. first time in the cinema, and, and I've, me and my fan, friend found it hilarious. We're fairly loud laughers, yeah. but we were, like, we were laughing like all the way through. We just thought it was absolutely hilarious, like almost, almost every joke hit. Mm-hmm. And all I could hear in the background was like, Stop
3: bloody laughing!
2: <laughs> it's not even funner! And I'm like, Which n- makes but, it the more fun. Yeah, because it was hilarious. Yeah. I was like, Well, that's, you know, and I was like, That's the reaction that the, the film wants me to have. Yeah you know they want me to laugh all the way through it like what are you here for (laughs) you know what are you doing in a comedy you know you grumpy old bastard um but yes, on that on that bombshell, we like cinema, we like movies, we very much like Grimfest, and we like what we're seeing so far. Uh, again, this is just the first night. This is just the the preview of, of much things to come. But thank you very much thank for talking much to, really to us. You know your stuff, certainly, you. so uh, we do well, appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, <laughs> Jeez, but yeah, this us. will be out very soon, and you can listen to your dulcet tones back. Thank you. Brilliant. Cheers, <laughs> Thanks thank again, man. Time. Spider-Dan and the Secret Bulls back at Grimfest 2021 and I'm here with the man, the myth, the legend that has been the middleman myth and legend in regards to sorting this out for us and uh, organising this with Simeon Halligan, the director and event coordinator of GrimFest. And we are very, very grateful for Dennis and Simeon for giving us this opportunity to be the official podcast for GrimFest 2021. Uh, and we're just here to talk about uh, the very first night, day one, which was a Thursday, and... Um, how have you found Grimfest so far, and the experience of being part of it, Dennis?
6: Oh, it's excellent, excellent. It's um, the vibes good. Everyone's really friendly. The, the um, directors, actors, producers we've met are wonderful. The volunteers can't do enough for you. They're all mm. very approachable. Mm. Um, yeah, it's great. I'm, yeah. I've, I've enjoyed. It. I'm very tired, but I'm very enjoying yeah. it. Uh,
2: yeah, You know, we, we're 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 technically into day two, but it's not finished. Yeah, so we don't wanna talk about it just yet. Um but, but day one was was brilliant. I you know, we we managed it like I didn't you know, coming here you we obviously we've been invited and we don't expect anything. We're just happy to be here. You know, we're gonna try and do our best with, you know, our limitations that we have, be it technology, location, you know, what have you. Uh we're just gonna do our best and Honestly, they you know they were thanking us too for coming. Yeah, but I was like, yeah. no, 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 thank thank you for doing this. <laughs> My what are your limitations? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely, Dennis. no uh, Dennis has been the schmoozer, so he's been uh, getting all the audience members co- to come over to the table. I've been in- interviewing them, uh, the guests as well. Uh, we've we've talked to some of the the uh, the staff. Uh, as well, and they've been amazing and giving up so much of their time and just, you know, recording for, you know, and, you know such a small, kind of relatively small podcast. You know, where I put a lot of hard work into this and spend a lot of time editing and promoting and stuff, and this is probably one of the biggest gets we could possibly have. So um, so I have to say massive, massive thank you to Dennis and Simeon for, for letting me do this.
6: Well, know, to be part of an international film festival is incredible. Yeah, and one of... You are thanking me, but it's not. It's, I see it very much as a team thing. Oh yeah. You know, it's it's. I couldn't get us here if you weren't doing it. If there wasn't it's, a podcast yeah, involved, probably not. So no, but. it's uh, it's it's definitely you know we're, we're a partnership when it comes yeah, to yeah. stuff like this. Of so course, yeah. as much as yeah, okay, I did. I greased the palms and spotted the, the wheels and stuff, and yeah. did, did this, all the seducing. Um, but it's did your, all the foreplay. I did all the foreplay. Um, I'm not going to tell you how that um, happened, but you know, there you go. But no, it's it's it, it's it's an honour to be it. And Absolutely, you know, I've been going around thanking everyone, and they're saying, "Why, why are you thanking us? Yeah. You're the one who's working. You're the one who's doing the interviews. You're the one who's going out doing this that, and the other." It's like, yeah, but. You've invited us. Yeah. You're the guys. Yeah, we'll do this. You know, give you a press pass, press yeah. pass. How good does that sound? One of,
2: definitely one of the best events I've, I've been to. Uh, the vibe, the atmosphere. Everyone's lovely. The guests have been amazing. So positive, so genuine. Um, again, just brilliant. And and I love it. I just, I've never been to Grimfest before. How does How does this relate to your previous experience? Because I know you
6: have Yeah, been. It's, it's a lot different. Because um, the Grimfest I've been to have been at smaller venues. Mm. Like the um, dance house, I believe. Yeah, 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 and the projection sometimes wasn't as good as it should have been mm-hmm. and um I think Siemen would be the first one to kinda yeah. say that. I think it's grown when I went it was one day. Yeah. This is with. the thirteenth yeah. fest. Um I've not been for several years, just because the way it's fallen, I've either been on holiday or, yeah. or, or you know. Work I've always and stuff.
2: I've always I follow it and I, I I've always Looked and watched, and I've always been meaning to go. Or every time they've announced, I think, oh yeah, that sounds really good, and then I'll forget to buy a ticket or something, or something will get in the way, or it'll be a holiday, or I can't get the time off, various other things. But the the fact that this, the way this has fallen, has been really kind of. I already had the Friday off, so it was kind of, it was beneficial in that way, so we could do this and just yeah it's just been amazing and it's been like like we said it's been such a smooth transition we have done previous events as well and you know i'm not going to poo poo those events because they were fun and great and, a, and an amazing opportunity but
6: i we I've... we weren't confirmed till wednesday really yeah. 100% confirmed until yeah. wednesday and like dan was saying um i'd also done the same thing i'd booked friday off yeah. for a completely different reason mm. um because Because um, I'm I'm stupid, I didn't check my emails properly. (laughs) Uh, uh. So um, when I finally got the email and went through, but it was it was so smooth the kind of email exchange. There was never anything put in the way. It was always never any barriers. Yeah, come along. These are the guests. Yeah, access to them all. It was because we
2: we've been very much like, what can we do for you? How can we facilitate this? How can we make this as easy? Because these guys are busy. They've got technical issues. They've got logistical problems that they have to sort out. That is their. Bag, that is what they have to do this weekend because it's, it's a massive endeavour this whole thing um, and that's that's what we can and they were like no, 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 no what, what can we do for you and it's just been such a wonderful working relationship just from, from the get-go
6: Yeah, it's been great it's been really, really good um, and the films we've seen up to now have been quite good but yes. just completely different
2: So uh, so yesterday again day one day Thursday one, yeah. uh, we watched A Slap Face and we managed to interview uh, with PJ McCabe Oh, sorry, not slap face. What I'm talking about? I'm mixing all the days up now. I need some more sleep. Beta. Uh, beta. So, we saw the beta test uh, with Jim Cummings and PJ McCabe. We also interviewed PJ McCabe, who is co-star, co-writer, co-director for Producer, that. producer. Sorry, co-producer as well. Give him all, give him all, all of his. Uh, yeah. Put all those uh, I think medals he's on. he's also him.
6: the cleaner cleaner because they basically do it out of a garage so yeah it does yeah everything. that's what they were yeah. saying they were editing yeah, the yeah. film out
2: of a garage and, and i i think that's been my favorite so far that we've seen
6: yeah yeah um, it we've it not seen like much but no i've we're gonna see a few more on day two yes um but yeah it was my favorite for, for, for the thursday and I, I think it added a little bit to it the fact we'd met pj beforehand yeah and he was charming he was he was so lovely he just yeah. wanted to talk about everything so positive. So when yeah. we saw him on the big screen and stuff. He's like almost playing himself. Yeah.
2: Well, he's called his character called PJ as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it was like, and it was It was, was kind of nice because it was like, oh, it's, it's like it's like seeing an old friend or seeing yeah, like a yeah, you know yeah. something like that. It was it was quite it, nice, even though you know we got five minutes or so. Yeah, something well, like he, that
6: He spoke to me afterwards. We, he came over and I thanked him for it. Then he was no, no. Thank you for coming, watching the film and you know podcasts and stuff. So, and it's that what I'm finding different is the fact that the guests really really want to engage with everybody absolutely they really want to be part of any epic. experience yeah and you know we, we, they are they are they've got other media things they have to do they've got the media things for groom and then they come and sit with us not one of them has kind of touched or rolled their eyes yeah or, or like i'm a bit too tired yeah. bit too
2: busy i've got a lot on and stuff no and and yeah, like even, even the people, their entourage have been really yeah. nice. You know, they've not been, it's not been difficult. It's not been hard. It's, it's absolutely not been hard work at all, just doing what we need to do. And we've managed to get the things we needed to get, um, you know, uh, it's going to be some really good listening is coming up. Some really good quality interviews, some quality guests. Uh, and again, if you have missed the the, the GrimFest, you know there is going to be streaming release the following Thursday. So all the films that you could yeah. have seen, all the short films you could have seen, um, you know if. For whatever reason, if you were busy, you're ill, whatever, it's all going to be online in less than a week's time. Uh, And I think that's amazing as well. Obviously, this is one of the first uh, real uh, proper events going on in Manchester, centre of Manchester, since kind of lockdowns and stuff. Uh, And I think they've handled it in such a great way. Everyone's, you know, it's a very relaxed atmosphere. It's nothing, no one's panicking or stressed about anything. Um, I think this is, I
6: I can't wait to go to more events like this uh, in the future. um, Yeah, soon. Yeah and it's it's very in keeping what kind of our ethos is as well hmm. it's it's you know not mainstream movies it's on on the fringe yeah you know it's it's friendly hmm. it's pretty much family run you know Simeon and his partner and you know they they yeah. all you know they put it's a communal family effort um they have the same people come back every single year the same volunteers come back every year so it very fits into kind of what what myself and dan are kind of about yeah. really and, and the podcast itself yeah. is to celebrate you know unheralded
2: films or movies comics whatever we whatever we talk about being them brand new being the mold you know these in, these are independent films and they need all the love and appreciation and you know uh, good word of mouth and press that they need and they fully well deserve it and it,
6: it is it, it amazes me how far independent film has come because the the production value on on on, bait, on the beta on the beta test, test, yeah, yeah, you would have you would have thought it was a big studio, mm. and it wasn't. It's it's a guy in a shed. It looks slick. Yeah, it's a slick, it's proper, stylish. Yeah, um, well shot, well lit, everything about it is. It, and I I didn't find out until afterwards how they how they do stuff because the other guest, um, the other co-star, Jim Cummings. Yeah, he he was supposed to be coming. Um, but can't because he's, he's in- sh- he was supposed to be Jim Cummings. <laughs> hey, hey. Uh, he's um, he's he's back at home uh, in a shed editing something else. Yeah, so, so they're doing they're doing yeah. a
2: new film. So yeah, the work work never stops. They've got to keep ticking on. Um, And there was some really good stuff. It was very topical, like with the data data scraping and uh, the Harvey Weinstein, Me Too type thing. You may be able to hear Whistlepunks axe throwing, which is just around the corner from us. And that's what all the noise is, if you're picking that up on the microphone. Um, That is a place that uh, I got dumped uh, by an ex-girlfriend. Does
6: she throw an axe at you? Um, I'd
2: like to call it axe throwing, really. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. way <laughs> she, oh she got rid of me she got rid of me um so uh but yeah whatever I won't talk about my tragic love life any longer uh, we could be here all day <laughs> so uh yeah I, I really like the beta test again it's not there is the, the opening scene is truly horrific and really yeah, yeah, yeah. really kind of disturbing and it's a, this abusive relationship and um and it, you know it gets this poor woman gets beaten killed stabbed um but then the rest of the film isn't really like that. It's kind of like a black
6: comedy yeah, thriller. Yeah, it, it is. It is laugh-out-loud funny. In places. I laughed all the way through. Yeah, it. and it's truly hilarious. Yeah, yeah. It's it, it's to me it's not a horror movie. It's more um, a thriller, um, but with black undertones, which is just so funny. Yeah, it's, it's really it's the, funny. the
2: closest thing I could describe it to is kind of American Psycho. That kind yeah. of the one-upmanship that I've got to be better than this guy. The the presenting the fake persona that everyone needs to love, but the the inner persona is dark and disturbed and broken. Yeah. Um, and a bit of entourage, you know. I'm yeah, a little yeah. bit of entourage. Yeah, because they're Hollywood agents. Yeah. so There's a bit of that. And um, bullshitting
6: constantly. Yeah, all the time, constant bullshit, including but, their own lives.
2: But there's a, like there's a, there's you, I could see something. Of that character, you know, in everybody. I think there's there's moments where you do put on, like, I, I, you know, I, I was a trained actor, uh, which which I very rarely talk about. Uh,
6: here we go again. Here we go again.
2: Um, but there is, you know, you do have to put... But, you, you know, you'll do it, Dennis. You'll meet somebody or talk to people that, you know, you might not necessarily like. You have to, you know, maybe... You know, mothers in law or, you know, brothers in law that you might not necessarily just, like. You it's to not just even speak. a law, it's just my family. Just your family? Yeah, in,
6: in general. Well, you know.
2: well, Dennis is the black sheep. The black yeah. sheep. Well, the no, I'm, I'm
6: 43 now, so basically I don't give a shit. Yeah. So I just but, talk to him anyway. Nah, that's fine. Yeah. <laughs> um, but no, it, I, and, but I, I generally felt, felt a little bit of sympathy for him as yeah, the story unveiled. I think someone said,
2: someone was saying that he's got a he's it's a very physical performance, yeah. and someone was saying he's almost Jim Carrey like a little yeah. bit. There's a, yeah. an aspect to that cartoony. And it, it's over funny because
6: he does look a little bit like Patrick Bateman, you know, that, it's the chin um, I think. Yeah, yeah. and the,
2: the so and he's doing and, it, and and again he's doing the like he's doing this teeth whitening yeah, thing, yeah. Um, and it's kind of like this beauty. It's like it's again it's that that presentation it's like
6: yeah it's Ren, like, Ren, he's, he's driving around in this car and he goes i got something to tell you
2: it's leased <laughs> <laughs> yeah he's like i'm a f-, you know it's all false it's all a front and everything yeah. and uh, that's his kind of big reveal towards the end but um i would highly highly recommend it. i don't want to spoil it too much but it's the basic plot is that uh this young man who's about to get married who's this again you know false you know smarmy Hollywood agent he gets a, a purple letter and it's basically for a no strings attached sexual encounter um, and it's basically do you want to go ahead with it or not and and that's that's, <laughs> well, that's
6: I, well, your inciting incident and what I liked about the letter as well if you're interested the second one you've got to tick your preferences what you're into what you're into I think he went for face sitting he, I went, for, he, he went, went for face sitting it was, all the fa- it was all about the face and sitting. then he put Dom and then scrubbed it out and then ticked it again and scrubbed it out again Oh, he double-ticks um, one of them, didn't yeah, he? I was, like, it was yeah. like, double that. Um, but yeah, no, it's... it's, it's when we interview people right after which you you'll hear on the podcast, and it, it was interesting people's take on it as well. Mm. You know, I purposely tried to get couples to ask mm. them the question, if you had the purple envelope, and you opened it, would you, would you go? And surprisingly, a few people said yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I wouldn't, because Sarah, I love you, and I like my balls. He certainly does. He certainly does. Uh,
2: you want to keep them, but yeah, I really, I highly recommend. It. I think it was a great way to open uh, Grimfest because I think it was a really strong film. Uh, there was a Q and A after with PJ. Uh, we we didn't get to hear that because obviously we had to set up uh, for our own Q and A, basically with everyone else. Um, but yeah, it was really nice to hear what. It was nice to hear the different perspectives on the film and and the the characters and stuff we spoke to a couple of the staff as well uh holly and alan i believe yeah um and they were talking they mostly just talked about their love for horror films in general yeah, yeah. less less about uh the film itself because i don't i don't think they'd necessarily seen it. i think they were working as well yeah uh much like us never stop uh but it was nice to it was nice to kind of just hear what their thoughts were on and why they love horror and why they got involved with Grimfest as well we do literally never stop no we never there's there's never a, a de- I, dull moment i've
6: had like three hours sleep yeah three hours sleep not much to eat no we need we need to be better at that yeah at we, need we need to definitely need to. yeah because I,
2: I think that's that's what i think you were saying the other day is that that they had to organize longer gaps between the films because some people are so keen on seeing all these films yep. and getting their money's worth that they actually won't eat or drink or they'll forget to because you know
6: they'll have people pass yeah. out and stuff. and it's quite warm so you need Fluids in you yeah, as well. Yeah, so absolutely. See, it's, it's now turned into like a, a public safety announcement. Yeah. If you're attending, look after yourself. Yeah,
2: have something to eat. You know, have a drink. Mm. All the all the uh, gremlins, as they call them. <laughs> not, not gremlins, they call them gremlins. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. so I've got my battalion, um, and they've got their gremlins. So there Very you are. good. There you are. Uh, I, I've got nobody. Got nobody. <laughs> got a wife and a child, Dennis. Who were they? Forget it. No, no. it. Clearly doesn't matter, does it? <laughs>
6: <laughs> no, I, w- I want more. <laughs>
2: you want more, more wi- wives and children?
6: No, I'd like to kind of maybe swap Sarah for a couple of days with somebody else. Okay. And then swap back afterwards. Uh, right. But I wouldn't want to lose. So, it. wife swapping? No, no, no. Not, not, not a full <laughs> wife swap. No, she's not going to go with anyone else. She's just going to go on holiday for a few days. Right. And then I get to choose anyone I want. Ah, and then, then she's happy. She's fine with that. And then Mm. she comes back, and the other one goes away, and and that's it for the rest of the the rest of my life. Okay, fair enough. Um, Yeah, (laughs) I don't know where this has gone. No, Uh, it still links in, doesn't it, with the the kind of... No, it's.
1: It, hmm. it's
2: an interesting question it's an interesting i think it, it's a question about temptation and, yeah, my, and and again like talking about the social media element it's like there's a lot of that that's kind of linked to mental health and linked to like comparing yourself and people's lives no, fact, and stuff. you know
6: when, when people put on um, pictures that haven't been filtered and pictures that have been filtered so and you know basically nothing in social media is real no and no. that and it touches on that as well mm
2: but yeah um i I do i do recommend it i think it's topical i think it's fun it's interesting um the whole data scraping idea like data being used as a weapon and your whole life on social media your whole life on the internet is recorded everything is there you know they can pull that up and use that against you you know if you're if you're suggestible to you know potentially having an affair then you're being targeted i did think there was going to be more of a supernatural element to it because it did come across yeah. that way like it was almost like a curse or something um but it, it i won't spoil it but it's not quite that um in no. the, the end and it no yeah but um, i i highly recommend it i think it was one of the one of the, be- the best films we've seen so far yep um but that has been uh, day one so there wasn't it wasn't a long day it was probably no, our shortest no. day um but there was we still packed it in rammed it in and we got to know a lot of people got a lot of cool uh cool interviews That's and stuff what he
6: did in a beta test he did
2: he packed it in several times rammed it rammed it crammed it whatever you want to call it um but it was it was all consensual and they had fun and yeah uh and then he just gets obsessed with it
6: doesn't he it's spirals, yeah. and spirals and spirals and spirals and after we come off that, I do have a question to ask you about the personal it. one. No, no, about the movie because was okay. something I can't. I, I think. Well, I think now
2: is now is a good enough time. But um, but that's our that's briefly our sum up of kind of what we did uh, for the first the first day.
6: So, um, f- for my summing up, it's a, it's an awesome event, incredible. Uh, if you love horror movies, love thrillers, mm. love the darker side of cinema, then you should be getting your ass down I'm here. It's not massively expensive compared to other film festivals in, in yeah. the country. Or even horror film festivals, yeah. yeah. Um, the staff are great. Merchandise is mm-hmm. pretty cool. Um, it's just, you know, if you, not- if you like that sort of stuff, yeah. if that rocks your boat. You'd be fair not it. to be this here. Is it.
2: And it's again, it's located in the northwest, so if you're in if you're in Manchester, you're in the northwest. It's you know, it's very accessible. It's at you know, it's at a huge cinema on Deansgate. Um, you know, I, I love I love the northern aspect to it, being a northern lad myself. I like there's the, something quite nice and welcoming about the north and the people of the north and, and I love it and, and I think we need more northern
6: events. Like yeah, festivals I, I, and things. I can't think of any other movie festival like this. That's so proud that they, of their roots, yeah, and, and their
2: northernness, and,
6: and this big, yeah.
2: And again, this is as northern as it is. It's also got an international flavour oh, yeah, to it yeah, as well, yeah, which yeah. I think is incredible. And, really.
6: Well, uh, you know, a lot of credit has to be given to the organisers um, hmm. because it's just it is good. I, I love it. And, and it, uh, you know getting in and out has not been difficult you know the, again like the logistics
2: they're doing the whole team is doing a, a bang up job you know and you know we've not had a, n- literally not one negative experience with anybody audience staff or whoever they're doing incredible incredible work and I've never felt more welcomed as being part of
6: something and I hope yeah. I hope
2: this this relationship lasts a, lasts a long yeah, time yeah because
6: we kind of thought we were a bit on the outside didn't we, it was like, yeah, it's, we it's like that kind of uncle you invite to your wedding just because you met him once in a pub somewhere yeah yeah, Uncle now now we're here <laughs> we kind of we've been invited because they actually want us here yeah and it comes across Yeah, so that's really, and, and, really nice. and the fact
2: that they picked this podcast out of all the podcasts in the world effectively that it's
6: because you're awesome yeah Dan. oh i
2: know that yeah. <laughs> people like me people yeah, like the podcast um but you know it's it's still it's it's awe-inspiring to me that, to know that you know this little podcast again it's not so little anymore but it's you know it's still building and and the fact that, you know, I could be picked out of thousands, hundreds, millions, whoever to, to do this and to be the official podcast is, is incredible. And We are so, so, so blessed to be a part of this event. And I couldn't be I couldn't be more happier. I think I should be an agent. Yeah, I think you do well. Yeah. I think you do well. Just don't, just don't pick up any envelopes, and you'll be fine. No, I, I, I couldn't do a on my teeth; I'd be gagging. Yeah, yeah, you're good. You're good with people, Dennis. You're the schmoozer. <laughs> good with people. I, I, he's the schmoozer. I do the rest. <laughs> 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 anyway, I think that's, that's enough said on our first day. Um, it's been great. We'll keep you guys updated with more social media stuff and and uh, more podcast incoming. Uh, and we'll uh, we'll uh, talk to you later. So it's um, goodbye from me. And It's goodbye from him. Bye. Bye.